Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus Podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 98. Today, we're going to be talking about Fear the Walking Dead, season 6, episode 6, and we're going to be talking about The Walking Dead, World Beyond, season 1, episode 7. But before we dive in, I would like to know, how are you doing, Diana? I'm doing very well, Brooke. Cheers to you. Oh, yes, yes. Cheerio. (laughs) Cheerio. (laughs) We went from Western in the last podcast to... To the Masterpiece Theater. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So I'm doing great, Brooke. Uh, You know, I'm uh, here with you this evening, and we're doing our remote podcasting, which is always awesome. So, yes, Yes. and we're talking about one of our favorite uh, TV shows. So, heck, I'm great. Right? And I'm just getting so excited about our number 100. I cannot wait to record that episode, people. It is going to be so good. We have such an amazing topic of discussion. We want you to join in. So please follow us and listen and and stay tuned for our 100th episode. Find out what we're wearing because we're going to be all excited and celebratory so it's it's gonna be great it is it is so exciting i can't believe it's 100 but okay feels like just yesterday oh we just it'll be i think two years that you and i are um Uh, we're coming up on it we're coming up on it yeah Wow. Yeah. We're moving on up, moving on up. To the side. <laughs> to that deluxe apartment in the sky. Yes. Ah. <laughs> All right. So, right? All the jingles, it just sounds good, right? Yes, it, it does. good to sing a song. Um, but so, for the question of the day, question of the day is, have you ever worked on a project with such dedication that it was like your baby. <laughs> How about this podcast? <laughs> exactly. I knew she was going to say that. Oh, my goodness. I love this podcast. It's so awesome. And I... Oh, I, that's so good. Yeah. And so it is a project and, and, and I am dedicated and uh, it does feel like my baby and because, uh, you know, you want to nurture it and and raise it all, raise it well and then you celebrate the milestone. So, hey, yeah, it's it's a baby, right? So, um, yeah. So I think it's really great uh, for people to have things in their life projects that are really important to them. So I, um, yeah, so I love it. So it's great. That's mine. What, what is yours, Brooke? Have you ever worked on a project with such dedication that it was your baby? Well, the thing about it is I have four babies. So I have lots of projects that I try to tackle at one time. And the, the, I would say the, the very first, baby project that I've ever, uh, endured. It would have been my, 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 my first salon, my, my big salon that I I owned and that, you know, it just kind of fell into my, my hands. Honestly, it was like, I just, it was like, I bought a car that day or something. And I'm like, Oh, this is going to be more complicated than a car. (laughs) Like I can't just drive the car to Santa Cruz. It's actually like, I am 
working the engine. I am, yeah. you know, rotating the tire. Like I'm doing all this stuff. Yes. With my salon. And it was, that was the first time that it had hit me. Um, and, and I think it was actually the first time somebody had put it in those terms, you know, that this is your baby. I'm like, Oh wow. Um, some people's first, you know, project is like, it's like a first time home buyer or something like that, you know? Um, right. And so for me, it, w- it was my, my hair salon, my first salon in Campbell. And I um, remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I was very, I couldn't believe, um, it was huge. I was able to, yeah, it was a big deal. It was. And you handled it so amazingly. I was so like inspired, impressed. I was like, holy crap. She is Wonder Woman. So, you know, because I know for both of us, you know, what we adore the most is our family, our children and everything else. But in in discussing this, we're talking about things outside of that. So, yeah, well, that's cool. Now I now I know what uh, your project is, (laughs) is your baby. I'm like, oh, I was wondering. I'm like, I don't know. Anything creative is an awesome project, though, like I said, right? You know, when I had to do that, um, when I was in that film production class and I had to do my own film and I chose to do everything myself because it was my baby. I did the editing and I did the cinematography and I was the director and and, you know, I did everything, the production of everything, because even in the class, they would funnel things out to other people. Uh, they would say, oh, you might have so-and-so, a friend of yours, be the editor, or you might have your friend of yours be the director, or you, I'm like, no, I'm doing it all myself. And I felt like it was my baby. Like when I accomplished it, I I do not feel I'm very technical at all. And so to complete it and to see it, it felt like a feat. It really felt like an accomplishment. So I was just patting myself on the back. I'm like, I did this all myself. So um, so any projects like that, I just feel, I feel like, you know, this feels good. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, listeners, what about you? Have you ever worked on a project with such dedication that it was like your baby? I mean, we want to know. So leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens or on our Screens and Focus Facebook page. You can follow us on our Instagram, subscribe to our website and YouTube channel. The link is in our show notes. Cool. Yeah. So Brooke, in this episode, I want to know what your overall thoughts on Fear the Walking Dead Season 6, Episode 6, Bury Her Next to Jasper's Leg. Um, yeah. What were your thoughts? Yeah. You know what? I forgot to emphasize on the question of the day. The reason why I asked you that question is because we finally got to see Luciana and I've been wondering how she's doing. I completely forgot about her working at the oil refinery. So I'm like, where is she? Where is she at? So she's working at the oil refinery and she had made a comment, uh, when we saw her speaking to Virginia and the comment that she made was, I need to save my people. And Virginia was like, uh, excuse me, girlfriend, that is my people. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I just, you know, it just felt like Luciana was really, uh, working the facility as if it was her, her, her entity, yeah. you know? And so I just, I, 
I was really proud of uh, Lucy to uh, and to see her uh, so dedicated. Yeah. So that was what drew me to that question. I really felt like she needed to be recognized for that. Mm-hmm. So, in addition to, I also was very thankful to see Virginia and her persona. Uh, being a pretty good amount of focus in this episode, I, I still don't get her, right? But people talk back to her all the time, you know? And I'm like, uh, wh- wh- why are they doing that if they're so dang scared of her? And, uh, you know, that would just make them get on her bad side. Right. But people are like running away in the woods and then they'd rather kill themselves to be back at Lawton. So I'm like, what in the heck is going on at Lawton? I still think that I am missing something. Or maybe, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, I thought that that woman shot herself because she didn't want to tell her what's up. Like the people that are spray, you know, I I feel like that she knows something and that's why she killed herself. Because she's like, hey, I ain't giving this up. And she's all, I'm out of here. I'm not giving you. Because Virginia tells her, we're going to take you back. And we're going to get information you information out of you back there. And she's all, heck no, I'm not spilling the beans. I'd rather kill myself and save whatever it is that they're saving. <laughs> so that's yeah. why I felt like she killed herself. Not so much that she didn't want to go back to Lawton, but that she was protecting what Isabel is protecting too, right? So that's Al's girlfriend. So this thing happens to be bigger than... Or these people have the feeling that it's bigger than them, so they're protecting it at all costs. That's what it makes me think it is, but oh my, I don't know. <laughs> Those are just my Who thoughts. Who are you? Cool. But I want to say right. that it was, um, this, this season has been thrilling, and the journey of all our characters and everything that they've had to go through, and their change, you know, how they've changed from the beginning of the episode to the end of the episode. It was really great to see June in medical action in this episode that set up in this truck container. I mean, that was amazing seeing how this was set up. I just thought that was filmed so well. Um, it was so good to see Luciana, and I'm so glad that you pointed out the strength and what she does and what a hard worker she is, because she's been the one solo working, and she's working her ass off in that place. So kudos to her, man. She's some strong lady. And, um, you know, then we also get to see Sarah and Wendell and Wes. Uh, so it was really nice to see these people again. And... Um, You know, June's medical pledge as a nurse is really tested in this episode, and her decision has a really big impact on her relationship with John. So that's what uh, I found very pivotal in this episode. So tell me, Brooke, what stood out to you in this episode? Oh, Virginia. You know, I really think that she, uh, I I don't know the... uh, actor's name, but I, I really think that she's a very good actor. Uh, so Ginny's name is Colby Minifee. Okay. So she plays her part. She plays Virginia's part so well. I, I truly get in character when we see her. I'm like, oh, here she is. You know, she, her, her, uh, or one of her lines was in this episode was, turns out frogs vomit up things they'd rather not eat in most peculiar way. And I'm like, <laughs> Okay. What? What? But the way she said it, it was just like, oh wow, she's 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 really got some tricks up her sleeves. 
And at the oil refinery, Ginny pulled up with uh, Hill and Marcus, her henchmen, and they might do anything that she says, like burying the woman next to Jasper's leg. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I know. Okay. And then, uh, oh, gosh. you know, talking about that spray painted, the end is the beginning, written again. At the oil refinery explosion site, Ginny is like on a mission yeah. to find out who destroyed her prized possession, all that oil. And she needs to find out what's going on. And that means an investigation with the injured at a site that can blow at any moment. I was like, really? Is now the time? Like, I would want to flee. I know. That's crazy. What did you notice in this episode? Well, I really like Jenna Elfman in this role as June. There is something in her eyes that ah, it resonates with me. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it, but I feel her through her eyes. Like, I think they're very telling. Um, And she feels so bad for losing, you know, that guy that she was trying to get his appendix out. It was his appendix, right? Yes. Yes. So um, because, you know, she just feels really bad for losing him. She says, I told him he would be okay. And then I lose him. And so then John tells her that they can leave and go to his cabin with the supplies that Janice left. But she says that she wants to save people. And John says, well, you can save me. Oh, my God, he seems so desperate. And he's really affected by what happened with Janice. And, you know, at the hands of Ginny. So, um, you know, and and he's able to convince her to go with him for the moment. So I, I was happy about that. But then the explosion occurs, uh, the oil refinery, and they rush to the scene. And it's a mess and people are hurt and oil is spewing. And they decide to go in to save others, but not before G- Virginia arrives and wants to go in too. And John warns June that Ginny isn't going in for the same reasons that June is. And June says, "Um, I'll save these people and then we'll leave. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, you're going to die. I honestly thought that that was a signal of saying, "Okay, I told you that I'm going to go with you after I save them. And I really thought she was going to die. I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to kill June. And so I really thought that was the possibility. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Well, you know, I was uh, shocked when Ginny and June were hiding in that bunk after getting pushed in by walkers surrounding them. And then uh, yeah. then Ginny was like fighting a walker and then she gets bit in her hand. Ah, I was like, what? Is this the end of Ginny? I have no answers. Killing me, Smalls. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so she she like wants to amputate her own hand. She likes she starts making a tourniquet and then uh she grabs the axe and then June grabs the axe from her and they wrestle around. And for a split moment, I did feel sorry for Ginny when she thought she was going to die and she tells June how much she loves her sister Dakota and she was crying. I I I felt her in that moment and you know, she's I know she's still like the villainess in this series, but I don't understand her. So I'm like, oh, I feel so bad for you. You're crying now. And I was so proud of June for making a deal with 
you know, herself and saving Jenny's life because in turn, that's going to give June what she wants, but yet she's going to be also losing something that she wants. So it's just interesting how she's like, uh, playing devil's advocate, um, in, in a, in a positive sense, but yet it's like so much sacrifice could, could happen at any moment. I was really conflicted with this, just like I was with Dwight on last episode, uh, because I felt like June was damned if she didn't, damned if she didn't, because, yeah, you want Virginia to die. It's going to solve so many problems with so many people. So many people are going to be thrilled. But then by saving her, she doesn't have to live with killing somebody, and she's also going to get something to hopefully help others. So, you know, I kind of get it, but then I was like, oh, if you just let her die or killed her. But then I didn't think that Ginny was going to die that quickly. I'm like, oh, my God, we finally have a villain. I'm sure they can't go this soon. That will just be almost too fast. So, yeah, that's that's a difficult situation. But June gets her hospital, and... She also gets Wendell, I mean, yeah, Wendell back for Sarah, and they're reunited. And that was such a sweet moment watching uh, Sarah go hug Wendell. I thought that was really heartwarming. But she tells John that she doesn't want to leave now, that she's getting her hospital. And John tries to convince her and tells her, Ginny has the wool pulled over your eyes. And uh, June kisses him and says, you'll follow behind us, right? And he says, of course. But when they all get on the road and they're driving, you know, you get this uh, bird's eye view and the truck with June goes one direction and you see John split into the other. Um, it kind of reminded me of um, the Fast and the Furious. Oh, yeah. When Paul Walker. When they were. Um, yeah. When they. Yes. Yes. It reminded me of that moment. So it was incredibly sad. Um, I think, you know, with all their history and everything they fought for, you know, and he fought for her and now they're on different paths. Why is this becoming a repeated uh event in the walking or fear of the walking dead because um sherry and dwight last episode had to split up and now these two have to split up and i'm like i don't like it <laughs> but it makes for a good show so i get yeah. it too oh, they're not, yeah. so yeah. i know so brooke what do you have any other thoughts on this episode oh yes so I loved that rig turned into an ambulance, I guess, or like a hospital on wheels. Yeah. That thing was yeah. cool. I mean, there was like power and everything all hooked up. They had everything. Yes. I mean, they even had uh, for the appendix surgery, the open book. You know, I thought that was classic. Yes. Just, it was. You know? And then even with um, Wes, his, 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 his shrapnel that they were pulling out just on the, on the walkie. While she's uh, pinning Virginia down, about to kill her, but not kill her. And, like, she's telling them how to pull it out. You know, I'm like, getting it done, girl. Right? Is this your baby, too? Okay. I see the pattern here. And uh, I thought that was just classic. But, uh, ooh, what about that walker with razor blades taped to the fingers that was cutting June's arm? Who are these? Oh, the end is the beginning, spray paint people. Yeah, I wonder too. Yeah. 
What else did you notice, my friend? Well, when Wes was hurt, you know, I will tell you, when they first showed Wes, I'm like, wait, Wes? I like almost forgot about him for a minute, you know? And then I'm like, wait, because I had to really see him. I'm like, oh, Wes, the painter, yes. And then when they are like, oh, we found this, you know, hidden in your bunker or whatever. I'm like, he's a painter, people. He was painting with Alicia. I mean, that's what he does. He's not part of these other group at least not that we know of. And so, um, but I kept yelling that. I'm like, he's a painter. He's a painter. Everybody tell him. What is it, a crime to be an artiste around here? I know, right? (laughs) It is. And so, and then Ginny was so vicious, wanting answers from Wes and pressing on his wound and pressing it and pressing it. And I was so glad when June injected him and then she was like mad at June. She what'd you do that for? And he was going to die. And I'm like, thank God. I'm so glad June did that. Because it's like, how can you see your friend in pain with this woman inflicting pain on him? It was horrible. And I, I wondered about the walker with those nails and I also noticed that the dead are turning into walkers super fast. I mean, seconds, it seems like. I'm like, wait, he just died. I feel like the the turning is becoming more and more. And I don't know if that's convenient for the episode or if it's something that's happening. Because I have noticed it through the series that people are turning more quickly. Yeah. So I find crazy. that very, very interesting. And I just thought that this was written and directed really well. And like you were mentioning with June directing How to Save Wes and dealing with Ginny, it was was really good and intense. I love it. Fear the Walking Dead has been so damn good. That's what I have to say. Yeah. And in saying that, Brooke, I want to know who your award goes to. What? is your favorite quote, character, or moment. Okay. So my moment that I really appreciated um, because I just felt a lot of emotion and maybe it's more than just one moment, but it's, you know, I was really surprised that June stayed behind knowing that she and John's marriage was kind of hanging on by a thread because he did tell her his thoughts and was like, I can't do this, you know? And I don't, quite know what the future will hold for them too, but I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. And the fact that she spared the life of Ginny for all the people and their health, even though Ginny did kill a handful of people due to her untimely interrogation room by locking all those injured people in the hospital or... Yeah. Yeah. I think they were in the hospital. Like the the rig. I think so. And, you know, June still let her live. I just think that was a big responsibility for June to come to terms with, especially, you know, the people knowing June had the chance to kill Ginny. She played it smart and cool. And I do want to know how this will affect Lawton. Um, Ginny has also only got one hand now. And so... Um, she's, she's, you know, probably going to face some, from changes and, and I'm, I'm interested to see how she's going to behave when, uh, you know, she's recovered from her injury. Doesn't, um, Sarah call her Dr. Or Hook? Yeah, Captain Hook. <laughs> she called her. She did. Captain Hook. I love Sarah. Uh, I missed her. 
Yeah. So what, yeah. uh, who would you give your award to? What was your favorite character quote or moment? Uh, for me, it was the, it'll be for the moment. It was the scene between Ginny and June. Uh, when, because I was surprised. June's reaction to Ginny being bit was so intense. And June is steadfast in wanting her dead and ready to do it because she wants her husband back. But then she totally flips after hearing Ginny talk about Dakota and not being able to help her. And uh, I just thought that that was, it was so real. And I saw the change happening in June. And so, um, and I just thought it was so intense. Even seeing um, Ginny get her hand chopped off. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, we haven't had that in a long time. I mean, they. Tr I remember um, when they did that with Tyrese, although it didn't end up saving him and and then Herschel's leg and then Merle's hand. And it's like, wow. So it's always very intense when somebody gets something chopped off. Yeah. So Carl's yeah. eye. Yeah. So it's like crazy. So. Yuck. Thank you, Brooke, for your thoughts on Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, I just, I can't believe we only have one more episode. I cannot believe we're heading into the finale next um, week I know. Um, and podcast so in two excited. weeks. Yeah. But I also want to know, because uh, we're following The Walking Dead, The World Beyond, I want to know your thoughts on season one, episode seven. Oh, yeah, it was it, it was it was good. I I, um, I really can appreciate backstories on people. And so uh, the previous episode, I was like, where did Huck go? And I guess she like left and I forgot, like, when she went on a mission or, like, I don't know. I asked Dominic, I'm all, where's Huck? He's like, oh, she went somewhere. I'm like, oh, she either, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think she went to just, what, kind of uh, scope out the area and kind of, was she on a recon mission? I don't know. Not sure. But she was out doing something. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, she took off. So then it was nice to see her back in this episode. I really like her. And, um, I loved her insight and, and, and what she had given to hope because hope confessed to Huck about killing Elton's mom when she was a child. And yes, she told her something like, Oh, um, you know, uh, I want to say it was something like something spiritual, like this, you know, will stay with you. Uh, because it left an impression on you and, uh, just because you did a bad thing doesn't mean you're a bad person. So she, at least I'm glad that Hope can talk to somebody about this and Huck has her own experience, a terrible experience that she went through when she was a Marine and with all of the, um, shut down and, 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 uh, like, uh, confining the, containing the, the virus and the people and the crowd, like she had to kill innocent people, uh, at one yeah. of the, uh, um, I guess like, uh, what are those things called when you, a border, like a border control type. Uh, oh yes. She had uh -huh. to kill all these people at the gates and like, she heard babies crying and I'm like, oh my gosh, did that really happen? Or was that a dream? Because I felt like she was talking to a ghost, one of her, like, marine buddies. So, 
I, I can't believe that she had to do that and she's holding on to that. So then she like cuts her face. That's how she gets that scar on her face to, uh, to remind yeah. her what she did. And, and yeah. I just think that was really uh, like she knows from experience. And so she's trying to help hope cope with that, which I think is really good. And I think they have some very similar uh, personality traits. And yeah. so um, I think she's a good person, uh, uh, an influence in her life that she can trust and, and confide in. So mm-hmm. it was nice to see that in Huck. Um, what did you notice in the world beyond? I love this episode, by the way. I am so glad that you brought that up about Hope and Huck, because I, I think that was just so pivotal. And that's going to, like you said previously, how you we feel like Elton's going to find out and then what happens then. But for now, I think it's good for Hope to follow. Uh, I think it's a, it's a release for Hope, right? Because you're holding something in so hard that it's going to just uh eat you up and so i think the fact that she was able to release it to huck and that huck is pretty reliable and uh so i think that was really good that was a really good moment for them but i will say this episode had me saying what the heck just happened i really enjoyed seeing huck in her background as a marine i liked how the story revealed chunks at a time through the episode. It wasn't all at once. It was, you know, giving us little by little. And now I can really appreciate her because I didn't know. I'm like, ah, Huck, what is she adding to this? Who is she? But oh my God, now I think she's so important and so instrumental in this, um, in this series. So, but the shocking c- conclusion was just that shocking. Percy seems to really like Iris, and it doesn't look like it's sitting well with Silas. And Percy sets up this beautiful display of art and history for Iris because she had said how she wished she could go to the Louvre. And um, she goes to look for him. And what does she find? Tony on the ground with his head bashed in. I didn't even know who it was. I'm like, who is that? I don't know who that is. And who else is there? And who's doing that? And then I could see that somebody was hiding in the stall. Ugh. And I'm thinking, did, I, I mean, my immediate thought was that Silas did this, right? Because we had seen him banging somebody. Um, and then he did it to that walker or that empty. So... And, and, you know, they see him bloody in the bathroom stall. So it would appear he did it. But where is Percy? Because we see some drops going to out a window. So I don't know. But I think to me, this episode was the biggest episode so far for this show. Creepy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. I can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah. Cool. Me too. So, Brooke, tell me, what else are you currently watching? Oh, you know, when I'm working on my computer late at night, I am watching Shit's Creek. I love it. It's ah. so cute. It's so funny. They're hilarious. And I was looking for something uh, with some humor, something, you know, nothing too serious, something that I could just have on where I could just hear and not really have to look, but they're, they're so cute. They're so funny. 
um, this family, they're, they went from like riches to, to rags almost. I mean, they're, they still, I think they still have some things, but I'm, because I'm on like the first few episodes of the season and this family, they, uh, their manager mismanaged their, their finances. And so then they moved to this town that the father of the family purchased as a prank to his son. And it took 20 years for the town to sell to them in the first place. So they're like thinking, okay, we're going to live there. We're going to sell it. And then we'll get out of there. Well, they're like, yeah, it took 20 years to sell. So better get used to living here. And so they're like making friends with the, the mayor of the town and he's like this annoying it was so funny the first episode he wouldn't leave their hotel room and they're like trying to get him out and he just kept like he uses the bathroom and then he goes and tries to sit back down and watch tv and then the dad's like get that f out of here and then he looks at him like well since you want me to get the f out of here <laughs> it's so funny like so there's just the type of humor is so funny this the the mother has all kinds of wigs the daughter you know she wanted to leave with her boyfriend that fell through now she's like chasing after the 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 town hottie which is the mayor's son and he's like super uh earthy and like you know recycles and you know just like a a humble person and then the son he's made friends with the hotel uh, concierge or whoever, uh, or like, um, front desk person. And, uh, she, she, she's really cute. I like her dark humor. She reminds me of, um, like, uh, just like a dark, you know, like emo girl or something. And, um, so it's just really cute. The relationships that they're building and the bonds and also just, uh, these, these, these really wealthy people who are now living in a really small town and, uh, it's cute. I like it. I needed that. So have you watched it? Yeah. I think I, a long time ago, I might've seen the first episode, but that was like, a, like when it first started, I do want to watch this. So no, I have not tuned in, but I'm, I plan on doing it. I just haven't yet. It's pretty cute. Cause I think they just aired or re- or like soon to be airing their, um, newest season and I, I'm not I'm not sure but I think it might be their their final season I'm not sure because um, that's just what I heard but I didn't investigate but all I know is I've been meaning to watch it and now that I am you can you know it's like 30 under 30 minute episodes so you, you could get in a lot of time yeah um, well it one we had talked about a, several episodes back how they won all those Emmys so it makes me want to give it a shot I just have to um find time amongst everything else that it, we watch it, it's yeah. funny it, you're gonna love it it's really yeah. cute really cute so what else are you watching my friend well, you know, and you talking about Schitt's Creek, I just wanted to mention that I'm still watching The Office and I think I'm in season five right now. And uh, I, it, I I love it because I'm finally catching up and getting all the memes through all the years. And I'm like, ah, oh, now I think it's hysterical. I love the show. And it's one of those shows that I put on where 
I might be doing something else, but then I have to stop and watch it because they're so damn funny. What they're saying, I just can't believe. And I, I really do like it. So mm. um, so I am still watching that. And that's my, you know, comedic relief, along with the Connors. I'm still watching the Connors, too. And so those are probably two of the funnier shows that I'm watching that I'm really enjoying. But I'm watching The Teacher on Hulu, and this drama series examines the complexities and the consequences of an illicit sexual affair between a young teacher, Claire, who is married, and her student, Eric. Oh, my goodness. Kate, Mara, and Nick Robinson star in this, and I think I've seen, I think I'm on episode four. It just started last week, I think, and they gave three episodes and now it's every Tuesday. So I'm totally hooked. I'm totally hooked because you're like, oh my God, to the teacher, you're like, you're going, oh my God, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh God. But um, for some reason, it's got me roped in every time she does something. I'm like, no, what are you doing? So... Anyways, I'm also, I just started Big Sky, which also started this week, and it follows two teens and a sex worker who go missing after they've been kidnapped by a truck driver, and then there's three detectives, um, Cody, his estranged wife, and his new girlfriend, okay, you got that, uh, Cassie, and they are tasked with finding these missing young women, and it's the latest in a string of disappearances in the rural Montana town. Do you know who plays the sheriff? The one who plays the sheriff. And the reason um, I texted you this week, Brooke, is it's the the guy who plays Eastman uh, who taught Morgan how to, you know, work his stick. I can't think of the right word. His staff. And uh, so Eastman, who is John Carroll Lynch, is the sheriff in this show. And I will say the first episode ends with a bang, literally. So it's very good. And for movies, I watch Black Box. And this is on Prime. And it stars, I think, Mamudo Athi. He stars as Nolan. He's a photographer who survived a car accident that took his wife and gave him amnesia. And it's it's making him hard to connect with his daughter. Oh, my God. But he does regain some memories with help from a doctor. But they are disturbing memories that may not be his own. And the scenes with him and his daughter are really kind of heart-wrenching. And it's a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. So that's what I've been watching. And I would recommend all those things. So they're very good. Cool. I can't wait to check them out. Thank you, Brooke. Thank you for your recommendations too. Yeah. Thank you. So that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to our podcast and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. If you could do us a big favor and rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, we need your feedback. Yes, thank you so much. We will be uploading new episodes in a couple of weeks. Our next shows will be on Fear the Walking Dead, Season 6, Episode 7 finale, and The Walking Dead World Beyond finale. 
So that will all be in one episode. And then we will have our 100th episode special. Yay! Thanks for listening, guys. You can find our website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye!